My name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Miss Z's Storytelling. I will be reading to you Chapter 4 of Kadia, written by Queen Zoya Counts, narrated by Queen Zoya Counts. Kadia, Chapter 4, Kente. Kente began opening her eyes slowly. She blinked them several times, trying to allow them to get used to the light. Jacob was sitting beside her cot, watching her. She rubbed her eyes and sat up, and then she looked down on the floor and saw Jacob sitting there. She scurried closer to the top of the cot in fear. Don't be afraid, child. I know that you may not understand my voice, but you are safe and you're using good company, he said to her. Kente did not understand English, for she only knew her native tongue. But she sensed that the big black man would not hurt her. Jacob pointed his finger to his chest. Jacob. Kente looked at him. Jacob. Kente realized that he was telling her what his name was, so she pointed at her chest. Kente. Jacob smiled. Kente was a fast learner, and he knew that in no time she would learn how to speak the white man's language just as he had done many years ago. Kente watched Jacob staring at her. She was not afraid of the big man, but she was nervous for she did not know what was going to happen to her. She could feel his spirit, and to her it felt free. It felt good. While others had been taught in her village to do this, it came naturally to her to be able to see into other people's souls. Kente... I'm going to go fetch you some water so that you may wash yourself and put on some more clothes. Kente nodded her head. She really did understand him this time. And it was as if the spirits were whispering in her ears, translating his language to her. As soon as Jacob left the room, in walked the darkest and smallest woman that Kente had ever seen. The dark woman watched her carefully as Kente allowed her eyes only to follow the woman around the room. May walked around the room slowly, never taking her eyes from the girl. This girl was more powerful than she would ever be. She knew that when she came into her own, the others would swarm around her like bees to the honey. She was very envious of Kente, already, because she saw how Master had looked at her. She was the head woman in charge, and she was not going to allow this child to grow up and take her place. Kente could read May's thoughts. She did not want to be in charge. All she wanted to do was go back across the water to her home and see her mother's face once more. She did not know that she was special and that others from her village had told her that she had been born with spirits by her side. But she was also told that once she turned 16, all would come to her and she would be the high priestess. All Kente wanted to do was to play with the other girls and dance around the fire. Her mother had told her that it would never be allowed, for she had to learn the ways of the spirits, and she had to learn how to mix the herbs to heal others and counsel the chief when the time would arise. Kente was an obedient daughter, so she listened carefully to her mother as she learned the ways of the herbs and how to speak with the spirits. They were her friends, yet... They had failed her and allowed her to be taken from her village and brought to this place that she nor her forefathers had ever known. What was the use of all that training? May watched Kente watching her and walked over to the cot and sat down beside her. Hmm, 
You just a child, but soon you're going to be a grown woman. Kente stared at her. You will never be me. I don't care about your magic waiting to come out. You will never be me. Kente stared at her. You keep looking at me like you ain't got no respect for me, child. But you gone. Kente stared at her, still showing no fear. May grabbed her by the face and pulled her face into hers and gazed in her eyes, trying to spell her. But Kente's eyes turned black like two deep ebony coals and May was pushed back against the wall. The whole room shook. May stared in fright as Kente's face changed. Kente's eyes rolled to the back of her head as May saw her become possessed. May, we have no problems with you. The spirit spoke to her in her Congo tongue. There is no need for you to be jealous of her. If you do not stop with all this hate, you will die. Teach her and help her, and you will be rewarded once she leaves. Despise her and mistreat her, and you will die as I snatch your soul from your body. May could not believe that the girl spoke in her native tongue, but she understood everything she said. May grabbed her chest and shook her head yes and understanding. Kente was released by the spirit and she fell back on the bed. Just as she fell back on the bed, Jacob entered the room. He saw May against the wall holding her chest and Kente laying on the bed as if she was lifeless. Kente, wake up. She's in the spirit. May managed to stammer. What you do to this gal? Jacob asked her, never taking his eyes off Kente. I was trying to speak to her. Jacob shook his head in distrust at May. I don't believe you. May knew that Jacob had caught her in a lie. She was scared and she knew that the spirit that possessed Kente meant what she said. Jealousy is an emotion that will eat you up until it killed you. And she was frightened for now, but she was still not going to allow Kente to get the best of her. May, we must help this gal. She from far from home and she needs someone in her life that she can count on. We got to band together so that we can free ourselves and get off this hill plantation. Maybe not so much as now, but we got so much freedom, but he allows us to worship our spirits, but we got to be free. May knew that Jacob was right. I agree. Jacob looked at Kente laying there. He had brought her some water with lemongrass weed in it to drink. He placed a tin cup beside the small bed and rubbed her face. I'm gonna leave you be. He glanced at May. Let her rest. May followed Jacob out of the room, but she never took her eyes off of Kente. This was far from over. Kente opened her eyes as soon as she heard the door close behind them. Whatever had possessed her had given her strength and she was not scared anymore. It left her with a gift to be able to speak and understand their tongue. The spirit that was inside of her told her she had been female and she had made her stronger. In a matter of minutes, Kente had matured and she had read May's mind. May was going to be trouble, but the spirit had told her that she would protect her. Kente picked up the small tin cup that Jacob had left for her and took a sip. It was bittersweet to her taste, but
but it was soothing. She took off her clothes and poured the lemon water over her body. She was purging her soul and cleansing all that energy from her journey off of her. She laid back on the bed and as she allowed the cool air to caress her, she drifted back off to sleep and dreamed of her mother teaching her. James stood in the window watching Kente as she slept. She was beautiful to him. He had laid down with plenty of his female slaves, but Kente was different and he was intrigued by her beauty. He allowed his hand to caress himself and when he released, he continued to watch her sleep. You have just been listening to chapter four of Kadia. Please come back next week and listen to chapter five of Kadia. This is my podcast, Miss Z's Storytelling. Peace.